2: Hello, everybody! Welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. This one actually was going out on the thirtieth of October, so it will be Halloween. Hello, Still a day away. Um, we've also done a yog pod. Me and Simon did a Halloween yog pod. So the rival podcast. You know, oh we'll see which God. one gets the most downloads, shall we? Whose side are you on? I'm on my own side because I'm in both. So right, uh, listen up. So before we start recording, uh, Sips was like, "Lewis, I've got. Uh, I've, I've. 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 I'm coming to Bristol to see." Ghostface killer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And I was like, all right, cool. No, this happened, yeah. And you were like, I bought I bought four tickets in case they ran out. And I was like, okay. And so he was and then you then you said, I've got two tickets left. And I was like, oh, who else is going? And you said
0: <laughs> You are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought you said you were up for going.
0: I was like, I mean, you don't oh. have to. You don't have to go if you don't want to. Okay, <laughs> it'll be really fun though. Trust me, it'll be really good. No, I'm, I'm up. For, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm up and down. Yeah, for it. Uh, he's, um, he's a legend. He's a classic. I right? mean, you can't. It's his official UK tour as well. You want to hear all the all the venues he's going to be playing at on his official UK tour? No, but I I will listen to you tell Bristol me. Bristol and London. That's it. two two
2: shows (laughs) yeah i heard t-pain had to cancel his tour because lack of ticket sales so i'm glad we're supporting these um late 90s um
0: r&b hip-hop acts what
2: is he classic what's he defined as what's the genre he's like i'd
0: say he's probably like uh he's got to be well part of the wu-tang they got to be kind of like founding fathers of that that golden era Hip hop leading into what's now modern. I think that I think the Zoomers shun them now, but I think for a while there they were like considered, you know, the best. But now the Zoomers are yeah. they the
2: millennial post millennial? Yeah,
0: they all got they they record their their beats and they mumble rap on their devices and stuff like that nowadays. <laughs> but um, right. but back then <laughs> back then you had to have some uh, substance about you. You know, you were you came from uh, some hard times and you had some shit to yeah. to, to rhyme about and now, uh, yeah it
2: was all grimy and dirty it and, was very like, grimy back yeah. then, and but now it's uh like dog face emojis his style
0: is still very much like that you know there's still a very like 90s vibe to his his music so it's
1: interesting to me because this is a new branch of a uh, of a new music genre rap didn't exist really in the i mean it barely existed in the 80s it was kind of like a hip a hop a hippie hippie hip hop hoop hip Hap. Like that was the extent of rap. Yeah. Like they were, yeah. they rhymed it was, road it was, with toad and chode it was and like stuff. like the it Will's,
2: S- the Fresh Prince era. Where, no, no, that, was, that yeah. was when
1: it was actually like the, the 90s was like hip hop and, and rap music and gangster rap and everything really came out. But it was around in the I 80s. Of
0: like Jam Master Jay. Jam Master Jay. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, you know, actually, I think he was... But now those, those guys are old right. enough
1: that they can do like greatest hits tours. And creaky old man on tour in his fifties still rapping—it's like this is like when rock music and heavy metal now goes through that kind of. Because I watched that documentary about Rush, um, which I really recommend if you've ever heard of the band Rush, uh, which you should have. They're yes. a hugely successful band that big, never got big hip, like Iron hip-hop Maiden hip-hop band never did. got the popular acceptance because they were seen as too cheesy or too silly, ah. and a lot of music journalists turned their nose up at them. But Rush owns, and Iron Maiden own. And they're they're great, and they still tour. And these guys are old as fuck. Yeah. And I, I think it's interesting that these uh, these rappers are not doing the same thing because they're old as fuck by comparison to they're not some nineteen year old with the number sixty nine tattooed on his face. You know these guys are from a different generation, and they're still going. How old is
0: that crowd going to be? Look at look at the Rolling Stones. I mean, Jesus, if you can stand to. So, a bunch of I raisins. mean, they're obviously
2: massively arthritic and, and all wrinkled up and weird. They're like rubber. They're like rubber puppets um i mean they look like somebody kept spitting image but they they were like uh, they're still uh, if you're a rapper and you start getting old can you still rap or do you start doing the mumble
0: rap is that where it's no come you from? I, all these old I think rappers. you i think you spend you 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 develop like your style or whatever and then it, it evolves somewhat but it still has like a foundation sort of thing so like a lot of like rappers that you hear from the 90s they still sound very much the same. Although their voices are like a little bit deeper because they've gotten older or whatever, you know, their bodies are starting to portray them and stuff like that. But um, I mean, like, uh, like all the Wu guys are like almost fifty. Yeah. are they as good as ever? I'm just wondering, like, yeah, well, they're still age as good, but I mean, does seem to because age
2: doesn't seem to fuck over their guitar playing or necessarily their no, singing. but
0: but I mean, it's like anything. You when you're when you're younger and you're uh, and you're hungrier for things or whatever, your your music, your output's gonna be much different, isn't it? Like, if you have something to say or whatever. I mean, these guys have been millionaires for decades now, so it's like. Their experiences and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, they could go back to them and talk about the old days or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like most of them are like pretty happy and comfortable now. So like uh, I guess a lot of their new music will be influenced by that more so than, you know, like, oh, fuck, I watched my friend die and stuff like that in the streets. And you know what I mean? Like I think it was like a lot more a lot more raw and desperate in the early days when they had nothing. And then once they become established and stuff, is that why
2: people liked it? You, I mean, that's the thing with with YouTube as well, right? And Twitch, the authenticity of the people is part of it, right? You want to believe that you are watching one guy in his bedroom, or or it's like almost allowing one or two people to yeah. to, to, to to have their own freed ability to to get out to the masses. I guess that's. I'm just saying that's the equivalent, you know, it's like when, when it was like one guy from the hood or whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, one coming one up guy with songs that were genuine. Guys. I get, I don't know, or like aff- affected by his small area. It feels more pure, I guess. Like I don't know, like there's always been that though, hasn't there? Like, it, like, it, like, rather than the manufactured kind of. Everything's
1: way. better before money gets in there. I'm telling you. I'm I'm still, yeah. Yeah. Once it becomes once these big companies come in and. Decide they're going to start moulding people and producing people into oh we, yeah. we think you're a talent so we're going to mould you and come up with an image for you and all this kind of stuff and it fucking sucks man the music industry is is horrible there's loads of there's loads of people getting ripped off by the big companies which sucks and there's loads of people having the creativity beaten out of them by fucking contracts and. Arshole companies and fuck' them all. yeah, it is
2: amazing, like how that how those asshole contracts seem to be still a thing. like one of the things that we do is that, like I've always said, you know, all of our contracts in the oldcast with everyone are literally not worth the paper they're written on because if you want to leave or do anything... thing, I just call my
0: lawyer. Yeah, I wiped my ass with mine the other day. I've just- <laughs>
2: <I'm> never gonna <laughs> but I'm never going to be that asshole guy who's like, well, actually, in the contract, it says you have to do this. It's like well, it's just not worth it. like, to to rock the boat and just cause trouble for everyone. I don't see why, you know, it's, it seems like, because you hear about this, like, like you know, like sort of teenage, you know, pop stars get signed to like lifetime contracts and stuff and, you know, terrible exploitative things or their parents take like, you know, all the money and yeah, run off. Yeah, like, it
0: seems like a real common thing kid to happen. Kids stars that happens with a lot because I think, even to get your kids into that sort of thing to begin with. I mean, a kid's not going to want to become a an actor or a singer or anything at that age. They don't really know what the hell's going on. So that's like purely driven by the parents who then can see the, the dollar signs in their eyes sort of thing, right? Like you see like a lot of YouTube kids are like that now too, you know, like the ones that open toys and stuff. There's no way that they woke up and thought, I'm just going to get myself some equipment and uh, I've got a really good idea for a format and um – you know, I'm just going to open up Kinder Surprise Eggs and uh, just see what's inside and just 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 let the camera <laughs> capture the magic, you know? Like, fucking, he's like a seven-year-old kid. Like, it's totally his dad and mom putting him up to it, thinking that they're going to get a big payday sort of thing. You know what I mean? And then as soon as they get a big
2: payday, they're like, we have to keep this going. You yeah, know? of and course. It but then the of-
0: kid is fucked up going into later years because then the kid's like, well, hang on, that's my money. Like, where's all my money? And the parents have just, like, pissed it up a wall. And that kid is fucked up because he's constantly... He's constantly trying to
2: open Kinder Eggs. Yeah. He's like burning out on them. He's got like several YouTube channels and going. And what have his parents done with it? They got a whole bunch
0: of rustic themed wooden ornaments for their house that's all they got to show for it after it's all (laughs) done it's starting to like borrow money to buy fabergé eggs and open those up country home home is where the heart is with a wire to hold it up and you know like those ornaments that you get like those like rust gets
2: really fat and starts turning like egg shaped he's like humpty dumpty yeah he's all standing on a wall one day and he's like just i want to end it all he falls off do you think so
1: how many how many youtubers do you think Like I was gonna say, like a lot of bands, I was gonna say they're the best that they like the best that they produce is very early in their career because they're not jaded, they're not rich, they've got they've got angst and hunger. I completely agree. Yeah, and they're not they're not being interfered with. So I, I think how many YouTubers their early stuff when they're it's raw and honest before they start going, hey guys, thanks, let me just take a moment to give a shout out to a sponsor, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like five minute intro to the video of them running over some product and then they talked about subscribing and then they talk about some other videos and they respond to some comments and then you get into the meat of their video. It was much better when it was just them thinking, what's this YouTube thing? Let me just chuck some shit out there and see how that goes. It's
2: totally a cycle, right? And it does come out the other end and some people can transcend the cycle, but I think, yeah, you're right. Mostly it is someone doing it passionately. They love their thing. They're really excited about it. They put loads of work into it, loads of joy into it. And then they start realizing that they could do it for a career. So they they do it for a career, but then either it doesn't work out or they, they lose the energy themselves or it starts having, you know, it, it's not making that much money. So they have to then feel like they have to push all these sponsors and do all this stuff. Yeah. Or even if it is very successful and they're already loaded, they still feel like that's the route that that takes and. And then eventually they they slowly lose their passion for it until they find a sort of plateau of something that works for them, which is probably different to the original thing because they've changed over time. It, you see it again and again
0: yeah. on YouTube. I was talking about this yesterday when I was streaming, talking yeah. about selling out and degrees of selling out and stuff. And there's it's weird, isn't it? Like we're talking about you know, like how I, like I'm playing Minecraft now and for a while I was always like, oh, God, I can't believe people still play Minecraft. It was a fad from like a while ago or whatever. But I've actually like enjoyed playing it recently because I actually played the game properly instead of just, you know, recording it for YouTube or whatever. Like I built some cool stuff that I'm proud of, like a." I'm getting into like some of the different mechanics of the game and everything. And it's just become like a bit like satisfactory or factorial or something, you know, like I'm just automating everything and building stuff. And so I feel because I'm enjoying it, I don't feel like a big sellout just for picking up a game that was like trending or whatever. Because I'm genuinely enjoying it, right? Like I, I don't, yeah. I don't feel like I'm forcing myself every day to play it for money and for you know more followers or whatever. And it, there's like there's, but there's a very fine line, isn't there? Like it can just quickly become like I'm just doing this for the money or I'm just yeah, yeah. For I the mean like like uh, Fortnite, whatever. you know, I've been playing Fortnite a bit and you know I've
2: been streaming it yeah. and. Uh, He's uh, getting like to the top of Twitch with my Fortnite streams, and you know I always thought that Fortnite was just yeah. like. Shitty. You've been trying to
0: join a pro team, TSM Lewis. You're you're trying to become the next big sixteen year old you know, pro. I, I mean, now I'm getting into the mechanics of
2: Fortnite, and I'm starting to understand it. I'm starting to love it. You know, before I was just you know recording it for the money, but now yeah, you know I'm really I really love I really love the game. Yeah, um, I love the players. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've gone like the opposite way because I used to actually just record <laughs> Minecraft for the money because it was popular. <laughs> And I knew <laughs> yeah. I could make money and get views from it, and now I still can. But I actually enjoy playing the game now. I thought you difference. were playing Minecraft because your kid
2: was was playing Minecraft. Originally, I, you, I started I thought, yeah
0: because he was getting into it, and we were, we still play
2: it. Like yeah, I thought you did. You played together, and I thought that was quite wholesome. And I think that's like a good intro. And I don't think you need to. It was a like, good intro or yeah. anything. I, I never even suspected that you thought like you were doing
0: it for the trending reasons or whatever. I just uh, yeah, Sometimes no, you find a game you I don't feel like I have it. to to justify it much. I just find it interesting. Thing, you know like how how easy it is to sell out um but then what actually constitutes selling out right And there's like varying degrees of it like selling well, out. you're you
2: know? someone who's very paranoid about that idea because you you grew up with this like nirvana-y kind of fuck the man kind of attitude where you know selling out was seen as and, and still today i'm very uncomfortable doing any kind of brand sponsorships or anything but, but i've come to terms with it because for a start Sometimes you do one sponsorship and it pays the same as an entire month worth of videos. Well, yeah, and especially also, YouTube the thing, these
0: days. Fuck me.
2: Yeah. God. And then uh, the other thing is like you know you do one and it's actually something you're kind of into anyway, and it's like well I'm sort of probably gonna do. I wanted to do something around this anyway, so. I, I think it. the
1: important thing is, and I like if I ever do any any. Um, any any content really, where I'm being paid for it. If it's something I actively dislike or or don't wanna play, I need to make sure that um, people are aware that I'm 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 not going to be nice about the thing I'm playing for money. <laughs> right. right. Like, for example, the Crunchyroll thing. Well, I don't they...
2: think you should be doing that, really. Doing Doing, what? doing like
0: sponsorships around things you Being don't like. Being honest about stuff. They don't want you to, they don't pay you to right, be honest. Right, but that's
1: what I'm saying, is I, I'm not going to go in and say, like, for instance, let's say League of Legends. Let's say Riot for some reason offered to pay me money to play their game and see how great it was that to me would be selling out. Yeah. If I'm going to go against stuff I've said before or hold an opinion that's contrary to my real opinion for money, that's selling out. Well. If someone's going to pay me to, t- to play a game I already play and say nice things about it, I- I'm doing that anyway. Why not get paid for it? I yeah. don't think that's selling out. I think selling out is when you compromise your values or change the way you're doing stuff. Like imagine if yeah. if Sips' stream completely changed and he was like super upbeat. Hey guys, welcome. Don't forget to mash that subscribe button and stuff yeah, I mean, like that. I mean, I have you know. been
0: doing all that as well and also dressing up like a clown, but I <laughs> right. still don't feel like I'm fully selling out.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's fully selling
0: out, but yeah, no. it's close. I've... Uh... I've, interestingly, I've made a lot of money off of other people's Minecraft parody music recently as well, which I'm not sure legally where I stand on that, but it's, it has been fairly lucrative because I hate them all so much. Uh, People are willing to donate a lot of money to get me to play them. I can't refuse. Right. Somebody gives me 50 bucks to play a song. I'm playing that song. You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) They're selling out and then there's just like hating money, right? I mean, there's a balance in there somewhere. So yeah, there is definitely a balance. I do, I do. Do love money? Yeah, so, got, yeah. Got a, I'm <laughs> don't, I don't dislike money, so somewhere in there, there's a sweet spot. But I don't want to listen to those. I songs. remember Jesse had had a way like of doing
2: his brand deals that was like you know Jesse, Jesse sells I mean, out. Was, yeah. I think
0: it was even called Jesse sells <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, it, it was, was like, really funny. Yeah, and
2: he just did a sponsorship every week, and I really lo- respected that actually, and really liked
0: that attitude towards it. And yeah. I think that was really. Yeah, it's positive. I think it's my honest. biggest problem with sponsorships is I would I would probably do sponsorships uh deals more often um if they were offered to me because i th- i truly believe that nobody wants to touch me with the barge pool like uh they just see me as some sort of uh like leper on the platform and <laughs> they don't want to give me any opportunities <laughs> <to> <laughs> they
2: have seat they have they have two into your twitch want, then they don't want nobody look, wants
0: know. to sponsor me <laughs> so <Yeah>. i mean <laughs> So yeah, so of course I can I can berate sellouts and stuff because I'm not getting any opportunities, so I got nothing to lose. It's <laughs> fucking assholes. This is the kind of fucking, fucking chat sellouts. we have
2: at the pub where we lament how old we are uh, and like how we're not getting offered anything <laughs> and how it was all it was all good back in the day. <laughs> you we know? can't
1: compete with these young whippersnappers coming in there with, with the the TikTok the <laughs> <and> their TikToks
0: <laughs> and Oh fuck me, it does it what does feel game, like man. we're a
1: bunch of old prospectors and these young punk. Have come in with their clever prospecting techniques, and we resent um, them.
0: It's an interesting viewpoint as well, because there's a lot of people out there more so than ever now. It always has been a popular thing for people to dabble in and try to make it on Twitch and stuff like that. But I think I think it's good to I think it's good if you're an aspiring streamer, or YouTuber, or whatever, to, to get some of these insights at least. Most of them are joking, but um you know what i mean there's there's how, there's, how often there's do you guys get
1: asked for advice from people looking I, I, to get into what fairly we do.
0: often but it's always like what what are some what are some tips i could use to do to get into it and, it's, and i never know what to say because my whole experience and journey has been unlike many others like i was I was pretty much handed a fan base, um, and Lewis one day just said to me, "Do you want to play more video games and make money off them?" And I said, "Yes." He's like, "Okay, <laughs> cool," and that's how it started. So, like, right. I never got into any of this because I loved making videos and content, and I wanted to dabble around with the platforms and stuff like that. No,
2: if, if Sips Sips would still be working in a bank, yeah, entertaining like the five guys that he works with, and they'd be having a whale of a t- time. But no one else would, you know. Yeah. That would be how it would be set up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people I really respect on YouTube. Um, like I really love watching like Tom Scott's videos where he goes around the world, and looks at weird shit, like a toxic. Pit I, I in do the like ground. Tom
1: Scott, but um, I, I think he's not funny, which well, which I do find quite annoying. Yeah, but he sometimes tries to be, and I do think his uh, he needs to get a fucking haircut, Tom, because half the time <laughs> in the video he's just <laughs> wow. trying to get his hair out of his face. Get a fucking haircut or put some gel in that shit, dude. Because it really but fucking pisses me off. He
2: he is very clever, and actually, that kind of counts like for being a bit witty. Like you'll find that sometimes clever people are quite, you know, you see it on QI and stuff as well. Like the smart people sometimes, although they're not obviously very funny people, they are quick witted. Yeah, and I think he's got enough wit to to keep it keep it fun. Yeah. Um I, and, I will say this I resource. know he does
1: a lot of prep. I know Tom Scott does a lot of prep and I have a lot of respect for that that he researches. Well, he that. Yeah, but he researches yeah. it to the point where sometimes he realizes that he you know he he doesn't actually have a story. He did a video about um how often there's bias in videos and like he's very aware that people take things that they see quite literally as the truth. But he's trying to explain to you, look, this is not the truth because there's different versions of what happened. Like he goes to that town, that mining town in Australia that's like everybody lives underground because it's so fucking hot. Yeah, And it was like his version of that. He's like, I asked this guy and he said that. And I asked this guy and he said that. So the bias is who do I believe? And then I present that to you. And then you assume that's the truth. But I am wrong. Like, I can easily be wrong. And I I thought that was actually one of the best things he said in his videos. Uh, He also does stuff like go underground into caves a lot. And I find that very, that gets my blood pressure going. I can't handle that shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he went into the right. big oil tank to see if he could find the what is the most echoey room, <laughs> which I thought was the kind of thing that you think, who comes up with that? But that's amazing. It's like an oil tank that they used in World War II to store fuel underground, and it needs to be underground, so if we got bombed, you know, the fuel would be alright. And he went in there and he made a noise, and they had these very sensitive mics to detect. The sound bouncing. So about how long did that echo stay in that room for? Since I had nowhere else to go, which was quite interesting. Cody's Labs. Uh, Cody's Labs. Sorry, he does some stuff as well. Like God, that. so
2: that guy. That guy is a bit of a tr- bit. I, I'm, I I have a love hate relationship. A lot of his stuff is incredibly weird and boring and crazy. Like he he doesn't really appear to know what he's doing. Cody. Um, a lot of the time.
1: Yeah. I I, I, d- or- I say this. I, I want you to play Cody Bingo. All right. And the number one word you have to look for is precipitate. He says precipitate all the time in his videos. <laughs> he's like, "We'll just let that precipitate out. will the the sulfur will precipitate out from the nitrous sulfur fuck
0: slide. No problem. I love the Kermit the Frog voice for the for the science bit. <laughs> so
1: if
2: you like that sort of stuff, I recommend um, Professor Vsauce. Obviously, he he just he's just all v Vsauce did like a whole. Uh, three seasons of this mindfield for YouTube premium or whatever. And it's all just come up free on YouTube. And it's like really worth a watch because he's, he's an interesting guy. He's kind of gone a little bit less because sometimes Vsauce does like the most ridiculous math videos of all time, and you're like, you've you've lost him in like two minutes flat. But it seems to be, it seems to carry on. I,
1: I'm I'm annoyed by him because people keep saying you yeah, have a because I'm bald and have some chin hair oh, I see. and glasses. You're nothing. So like watching him, him, I'm just like, he's like like a lot of things, he's like a, a reflection of me who is much more successful. So you know when you have like like a bad mirror. <laughs> I know what you mean. You have a, I know bar- what you mean. a bad mirror, and you know that you look all right in real life, and the mirror is kind of fucked up and a little faded, and maybe some of the backings come away, and your mirrored image is like really bad. And you think, no, oh, this mirror sucks. I am the the bad reflection in the mirror that you think, oh god. There is this there is mirror. this
2: thing, this this jealousy thing. When I I sometimes sense it, like when I see someone doing something similar to me, and I'm like, why is that guy so much more successful? And it's like this little this little jealousy, annoyed kind of. Oh god, I hate how good this guy is. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I I I get that a lot sometimes. You hate well how good guys stuff. are. I love. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So uh, right, we'll move on. I what I went to ParadoxCon this oh, week. Oh yeah! So I've got some terribly long-winded anecdotes oh, about back. what happened. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Did shit, they announce you know what? a bunch of games that won't be out till 2021? Fuck, yeah. I, I got. I, I remember getting an email from from somebody like Simon a- Callahan months ago saying, "Do you want to go to PDXCon? I was like, "Yes," but let me confirm. And fuck, I never did. And then uh, and then it was all of a sudden. Oh, it's PDXCon this weekend. Oh shit. I forgot to confirm, so I, I could have gone, and I wanted I to you, go. I, I thought you told me you couldn't go. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I, was, I didn't confirm that. It was Max. just me and Duncan. It was the most lonely fucking <laughs> time. I could have gone, I, and it would have been exciting, right? They announced CK3, which is huge. Fuck, I so can't I, wait. There's a
1: guy called Simon Callahan who always emails, yeah. emails me, right? And I yeah. I got I woke up, and I looked, and I had seven emails from Simon Callahan, Video! First expansion of Age of Wonders! Video! Stellaris with new expansions! Video! Battletech! And then I thought the last one was Crusader Kings 3, which is obviously the last announcement they made. Now, a lot of people were like really hyped for that because they love CK, I know you love CK 2 but the CK 2 after like five years of expansions and DLC, this is the problem with the DLC model inherently, is unless the game is like a total rebuild reinvention it's like Civ suffers from this. It's like, well, the new Civ's coming out, but everybody knows it's going to be shit until four DLCs down the line and a bunch of patches and mods. So surely Paradox have backed themselves into a corner. Crusader Kings 3, I would be excited. Well, this is I, actually... If the, I could see how they could improve ck This is actually
2: the very first thing they said when we sat down and they were like, "Looks, we've got seven years worth of DLC here. Yeah. What's, what's going to be put in? And they said we're going to put almost everything in. Oh, please, um, straight away. And I was like, exactly. How can they? How can they? How can they put everything? in? But I think a lot of the shit that was added in the DLCs was stuff that wasn't all that important anyway. Um, I think the like main the- thing
0: is, is that they you when you when you're setting up a game, stuff that was introduced in a in a DLC previously that people some people liked and some people didn't. I think. You just need to have an option to enable and disable stuff, right? Like, cause, cause I heard that the, uh, like the the like the trade places, like Venice and stuff, are going to be like base game, which they weren't in the in CK two, like it was a DLC sort of thing. Mm. Some people are saying, uh, I don't, I, I don't like them, you know, I don't like how they work or whatever. I wouldn't want them in the base game or whatever. But I'm sure there's going to be an option to just sort of say. You know, don't have. I think on.
2: they've got an opportunity you know? to simplify the game a bit too, like for new players. I mean,
0: there is there is a certain thing with
2: Paradox Games that they are you invest hundred hours in learning the fucking thing. Um, so so I think I think having the knowledge that we have of CK2 is going to serve us well on CK3. I feel like I've not those hours that I've spent learning it haven't been wasted because it seems like a lot of the shits still the fucking. Same, but it also I think that the wrestling with the UI for me was a big part of CK two, yeah. and they've changed a lot of that. Um, like just just being able to see stuff. Like classically, like if you want to find out whether someone of your dynasty has married someone else, it's like such a fucking oh, yeah. fiddle it's to get through the UI, the and like and, and I think they've they've really just dumbed like d- like drilled down on that. I think the main thing about CK three is that it focuses on your dynasty, and it's like the idea really is not for you to try and play it like you're playing Civ. It's to kind of be like these old school dynasties back in the day where you would marry off your family to as many families as possible and then you'd pop they'd all fucking pop up back and you'd be like okay this, this great great grandson you know has got a fucking heir to the throne of Bavaria. And this fucking guy's now, his he's side all these children off in fucking Sweden and is, you know, is now going to take over the king of that. And before you know it, you've got like fingers in pies all over the fucking place. That's, that's what it's supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to be all like knocking off people left, right, and center and scheming and murdering and Game yeah. of Thrones it, really, yeah. rather than like, you're rather than just trying to play
0: s- slow expansion s- simulator and then, well, you know, you're, 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 you're. I mean, you want to paint the map. Um, but you want to <laughs> you want to have a tight dynasty while you're painting it Yeah, so you got to you got to keep on talking my
1: niche dynasty report situation is tight
0: oh, got oh a tight God. dynasty we got to have a tight dynasty <laughs> we have some very tight children oh, the, la- the last tight. the last run i had a ck2 was like the the fucking best holy shit it was so good i owned everything my empire was enormous it was so big i could not control it anymore it just descended into chaos almost instantly but yeah man it was fun like a
2: real real civilization i mean that was the that's always the thing about power isn't it you think oh i'd love to be the king but being the king is like this terrifying position of power because everyone else wants to be the king and they're all looking to fucking put you down you can't trust anyone and it's like you know you're constantly living in fear you know often like people don't realize that but 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 getting to the top is like this this position that you never want to never want to be in um so yeah that's that's i don't advise it anyway it went to con Saw CK3, thought it was okay, um, or at least looks looks good for now. Um, I think. I think it's it's time for a reinvent and a, and a relaunch. Yeah. it seems like that they, they 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 the other thing is they've actually got. I don't know if you remember this, but there's a guy called John Schaefer who made a game called At, at the, the gates. gates.
1: Fucking hell! I
2: heard about that. I never he, played. He it, went though. to
1: work for PDX, and then they got rid of him, and he's gone back to making At the Gates, and it finally came out, and everybody was like, "Uh, this isn't very good." Has he updated it or something? Because uh, I fucking kickstarted that
2: shit. No, but one of the guys who was working on it on at or at least at the gates, I think has gone back and is working on CK3. And I think um, he's added the same tooltips in tooltips model to CK3, which I am in love with. Um, basically, it's like a tooltip, and that you can click on things in the tooltip to like teach you the game. And at, at the gates, that was the best thing about at the gates. It was the tooltips um, within tooltips. What a game. Thing. That and sounds it's the, thrilling. It's the same guy who's coded that. Look, just I'm just saying, just before, before we move on, tooltips the tooltips, that's what it's all about for me. Um, fucking loved it. Um, anyway, so so went to ParadoxCon. Okay, first of all, uh, when first of all when we were traveling there, I had that they obviously um, the flights were booked by someone, but I had to go from from Bristol to Amsterdam, from Amsterdam to Berlin. Right. And Duncan was like, "Oh God," because Duncan sort of didn't realize that this is what was happening when he turned up in the morning. He was like, "Oh, we got to go through Amsterdam, but they always lose my luggage." And I was like, "I'm sure it'll be fine." Anyway. They lost my luggage. <laughs> oh my god!
0: How? Dude, so in got, 2019, to, how does this happen? But but also, I don't want to jinx myself. But man, I've never lost luggage. Like
2: I think it was to do with the fact that we were when we were on when we got to Amsterdam, the plane we were flying had some damage on the bottom, and they were like, "Yeah, we spotted some some panels damaged." the plane, I'm not sure we're going to be able to take off. So they were, we were waiting on the tarmac for like an hour, yeah. and then eventually they were like, "Yeah, they're, they're, we're not going to be allowed to fly. So we're going to have to get a new plane." So everyone had to get off the plane and wait for a new plane and got on a new plane. Anyway, the, a journey that was supposed to take like you know like three hours or four hours ended up being like nine or ten. Um, so so we got to like Germany um, and fairly late. And I met, I went and bought some spare pants and socks nice. and, a t- and a toothbrush. Nice. You know. Just to keep me going. Sure. Um <laughs> <But> in <laughs> well, Amsterdam. In it, no, in um in Berlin oh, right when we got when there. You got there I see. Um but it was it was late. And then we went to this so that so they put on like um a, 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 a dinner, like a drinks and dinner for the on the first night. And so it was starting at like eight o'clock at this beer house, and I was like, Oh my god. So it's at this point I'd only had like all I'd eaten like all fucking day was um some avocado on toast, okay? <laughs> At like seven in the morning. Because we've been up since like six. And I was like, oh, I'll just get some chips and salad, it'll be fine. So we got there and it's like this this fucking they booked out like 70 people's worth of tables in this beer house. Okay. And there's beer everywhere. Okay. We can order beer, but they're like, don't worry, we're gonna order food later. So it's like, okay, cool. Can I know all it now? No. Okay. And there's one guy in this beer house assigned to 70 people, one like server. I don't know whether this is normal, okay? And like each booking gets assigned a server. Do you know what I mean? And it's like the standard thing, like you're gonna get this group of people. Right. And he, but but when he was like talking to me, he was like, Oh yeah, I don't get tips. I'm not gonna get tips or anything. So I was like, I just asked him, like, why are you the only guy? And he's like, Oh, it's policy or whatever. And I was like, and so 7 what 70 drunk journalists and like influencers and paradox people in this beer house one guy trying to bring us That's ridiculous. bring us beer and then finally he comes around to take a food order.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm
2: like can I have some chips and salad, please? And then, Like two hours go by, and there's no fucking chips. A and meal salad. Fit uh, we we're all completely king. drunk. God,
1: that sounds terrible. Yeah, that sounds no bad. No food came. cool I mean, I I hate that excuse. It's policy. Yeah, it's your policy, and it sucks.
0: Yeah, obviously. It was so sucks. ridiculous. Policy, dum dum. He couldn't
1: possibly. Well, I don't care if it's your policy. How about this? Get five people to serve that many people even then it's going to be hard work like that's a the lot the thing is i
2: started making jokes to people about it like to try and lighten it up i was like oh i so i went over to the thing and i was like do you, do you guys know there's only one guy serving 70 people here and the people at the at the at the front desk were like oh uh, yes and i was like okay cool <laughs> cool i was just like i was i was like deliberately hinting to anyone who would listen like all <laughs> the like but no one oh, man. they didn't do anything about it. I, you know
1: what I, um, I, I, I fucking hate like I don't mind it sometimes if someone's busy it's not their fault. But what I hate is when everyone can see this is stupid. Like this is this is bad. What why this makes no sense. You would never have set it up like this on paper, but that's the way it's ended up, and no one's gonna do shit about it. That drives me crazy. You can see know, this, it's, is it's really funny. this is illogical This is funny. that you're losing money. Like if we can order less stuff, you make less money. We're just sitting here for yeah. free. Yeah. Stupid. That's what it that's what it was. I
2: think if they'd actually served us properly we would have bought loads of us anyway. Um so Fucking, we went to went to ParadoxCon and it's basically uh they they rented out like a huge um ex pirate radio station in east in the east side east side of Berlin. Which I feel like from my limited amount of driving around Berlin, the east side still feels a lot more run down than I thought it would be. I mean I, I went and saw the Berlin Wall and did all the stuff. So I know about the history and the Cold War and blah, 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 but it still didn't feel like it
0: still felt a bit grimier, I don't know.
2: It's than, the than architecture, I isn't it? It's all very, it's very yeah, very
0: brutal very, Any, uh, My Minecraft are... playthrough, I sorry to plug it again, but um <laughs> features a lot of uh, disgusting, soulless architecture like Soviet Russia. So I'm just saying if that's mm. your thing. Stop on Sometimes bike.
2: that's the style. I I I can get behind it. I didn't hate it. No. I was just um just a sort of Berlin's so so such a still such a dichotomy really. Um anyway, Got, got, went to this place. And of course, I think, I think a little bit like, because, because we've done YogCon and I've done a lot of this stuff, I sort of, I only sort of saw mistakes really. It was, it's generally a really good, well organized con, I think. Yeah. But on, on the first day, it was, it was pretty empty. So there was like, cause it was like a press day and they were just all setting up and stuff. Yeah. And they, they showed us the games sort of before the, the crowds arrived. And because of that, I think without the crowds, the place was freezing cold. Um, and all we had is um, like hot, hot coffee. Like, um, and there were no like room warm, warm, warm rooms to go in. So anyway, we were all there in our jackets and coats. But did right? they not have like, like a,
0: a room filled with computers? That I mean, that would have. just Well, the worn thing is, the see, it was
2: it, basically the way it was, it was: a huge open mega warehouse with a stage in the middle and booths around the edge. So it was kind of like, but but the, it was just like five degrees in there. And so what me and Tucker were just. Hu- hu- like holding on to cups of coffee and just by about one o'clock in the afternoon I'd had like five cups of coffee oh my god I was fucking wired. sweating brow sweat eyes wide open I quickly realized how much I enjoyed paradox games you know I really enjoyed the morning so I enjoyed playing like I, I enjoyed seeing Age of Wonders and Stellaris and Hearts of Iron and yeah the, the BattleTech and the new stuff for all these games yeah, I guess
0: they announced a lot of stuff didn't they I've, I played that um after surviving the aftermath um,
2: oh yeah, yeah. Because
0: it's on the, it's, it's it's yeah, it's pretty early. Yeah,
2: but it's it's it's, it's all right.
0: promising. It, it's surviving Mars basically, but w- in a different setting with different with a couple setting. of different yeah, mechanics and stuff. But I think it's all right. Yeah, for, I for a city builder resource manager sort of thing, it's and it's uh, they're all they're all fine. All the games are good, honestly.
2: And and you know I had a nice time. Everyone everyone's lovely. The Berlin's nice, and then um, so they they got got to like lunchtime, and they they sort of put on like lunch for us, obviously, and was very kind of them to do that. Um, but the lunch was lasagna, right? Uh, With beef, beef in it. You can either have well, no, there was either lasagna or. Uh, vegetarian lasagna, so you you could have, could have eaten it, but obviously I I couldn't. So I had some lettuce leaves. Mm, Wait, why couldn't you eat it? because well, he's a vegan now. You can't eat cheese. What's
1: wrong with veg- a lasagna? What's wrong with dairy in
2: it? Cheese. What do you?
1: What's wrong with cheese? Look,
2: I'm not going to complain. I'm, this is this is not the complainy bit. Okay, cheese I had some lettuce. It's a living I was fine. thing,
1: Lewis. It's just. I cheese. was totally
2: fine. Um, I'm not complaining, but here's the bit I've been complaining about. So we, we got to the evening and um they they had like a, a, a party right for us and like so and so with like a buffet. Um and so <laughs> the fucking the fucking buffet was like uh, little little dishes with something in them. So like you know a, a strip of beef on like some leaves or like a strip of salmon on something. You know just tiny small buffet things. And then but they had a large display of little bowls of a square of lasagna. And I was like, hmm, that lasagna looks strangely familiar. Is it? All of the sandia that wasn't eaten at lunchtime. Uh, well, that's fine. You
0: know, why, <laughs> what recycling well, What it? are they going to do? Just chuck it all in the garbage? What a waste! Yeah, but it was like a, a fancy, like kind of. It was like a fancy
2: buffet. With Imagine a of-
0: Garfield would have had a fucking heart attack. He would have eaten all that shit. I up. was just like, I was like, okay, fair enough. But like, I didn't want it at lunchtime. I am certainly not going to want it now. Yeah, well, I mean, um, some people might have loved it so much at lunchtime that they were like. Fuck yeah. Dinner too? Second. Holy
2: shit. <laughs> More of that amazing lasagna yeah. with those Fuck. slightly wilted carrots. No, I wilt. feel like I won the lottery today. <laughs>
0: Double helpings of lasagna? Wow.
2: So I I, I just Googled up on my phone um, local vegan place and went and took um, Spiff and
0: Jose and a bunch of guys. We went there and had Wait, some Wait, so what
1: is wrong with cheese though? What's yeah. the deal? Cheese comes from Whoa. an
0: animal. Uh, and therefore vegans don't eat anything to do with animals like nothing that comes from an animal but, so
1: I get that but but what what's wrong with cheese che- well, like what, what do you think happens comes... in the manufactured cheese that's bad for animals well it right. starts
0: it starts with uh with with milk right so it's is
1: it because they make they take the milk from the cows and the yes. the cows might want to do something with that milk well they
0: the cows only produce milk to feed their young so a cow, a cow is purposely uh, impregnated constantly to keep it producing milk that is then not given to a baby cow and bottled for human consumption. And that's why vegans don't drink it. Milk is fantastic if you're a baby cow. But if
2: you're a human being, a 36-year-old man... It's not the best. For the record, I'm Boy. not a
0: vegan. And for the record, I'm a 39-year-old man. I drink tons of milk and there's nothing wrong with me. Milk is not
2: allowed to be called nutritious. There's nothing wrong, there's it, not, nothing it, it wrong with not. me, though, Lewis. I'm
1: fine. People mm. are like, oh, you need calcium for your bones. Fine. I, g-
2: don't get me on the vegan agenda here, P-Flex. I just
1: want to understand what the issue is with cheese.
0: That's the, that is what to I just me, said. It's the same issue as like, is with
1: milk. You take a little bit of milk yeah I mean what where's the harm? I mean what would happen I, to look, these cows if they didn't make milk Lewis? where would they be
0: well they no like their babies are normally slaughtered for um for like uh which what which what, what call it i think that veal rennet and uh yeah veal i think yeah
2: Look, I, I'm not gonna be a dick about it. You know, sometimes like if 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 like it, it's if if I've given a, a cheese pretzel and I haven't eaten all day, I will eat a cheese pretzel and I won't not gonna complain but what about and I'm not gonna the, like lodge a complaint with the air. What airline. about the cheese in it? But well I don't care. Like at, at the end of the day, I think if it's already done, it's already done. But I'm just I just generally avoid it when I don't have to. Um eat it. You know, when there's no when there's no when I'm given no choice, I'm just gonna eat whatever. But you know, and I, I feel like it's it's not spo- it's not good for you. It's, it, there's this illusion that cheese is somehow healthy, um, and it's not. I don't think anyone thinks any cheese
1: way. is healthy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or like milk. All right, people think milk's healthy, and it's not. It's just simply not. I mean, it's to be fat. fair, we
1: we as Europeans were able to develop lactose tolerance past childhood, and that was kind of a big reason for us. Uh, getting as far as we did because milk's like a really good
0: thing then for kids to drink it's got a lot of stuff in it that they would normally not get because kids don't want to fucking eat anything they just want to sit around drinking it's up. certainly
2: that's certainly true yeah i think if your if your kid has a terrible diet you should also well i them, think every kid um, does th- though that's calcium. the thing but calcium is obviously the only thing going for it and even that you get from other stuff if
0: you eat properly yeah if you, properly, if you but, but i mean rip for people who don't eat properly which is the vast majority of you unfortunately i think milk let's is pretty go good down the,
1: let's not go down the cheese problem <laughs> just, i just i just want to understand the uh the logic behind saying i mean i i mean you know the argument against against dairy cows and, and mass farming I, I get it like i i hate to see animals treated badly yeah i try to buy free-range stuff i don't want to see sure so i don't want to eat meat from a cow that's been tormented yeah for my enjoyment and to make, I mean, I know that they do things like, there's definitely
0: in. more humane ways of doing it, but vegans, yeah. vegans don't see uh, any of it as humane. So they don't, which is I, fair I, enough. I as think
2: well. I, I I took my advice from this guy called Dr. Greger, who wrote a book saying how not to die. And he basically was just, he just puts together a lot of scientific studies on a lot of different people throughout history, whether it's people who are on an island and don't have any animal products or, you know, people who eat different things like the Mediterranean diet or religious people who don't eat animal products for religious reasons. And they just live longer, have healthier, better, happier lives by not, consuming any animal products. So that's that's just that's how I follow Yeah. my that's what I was what, what I've believed in. Well, and, so you think you know, maybe, I'm going to die maybe early I've, because I eat Maybe cheese. I've been suckered in on the old propaganda
0: bullshit. Let me tell you something. But,
1: I can't even eat cheese.
0: You know what? If it makes you happy, who gives a fuck? Exactly. But I
1: can't even yeah. eat cheese anymore. I used to love cheese. I, I disagrees with me now. Yeah,
0: I'm the like same with. I I've um, developed
1: some kind of. Si- I can't drink a lot of milk. If I if I drink too much milk, or anything like I get I get I'm I've developed lactose intolerance as I've gotten older, which is standard. Like a lot of, as you get older, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you, you develop Your gutty
0: that. works change, right? Like I'm, I'm the same with a lot of <laughs> lot of different food. A lot of different food that I didn't like when I was younger. I guess my palate has now decided to accept it. You used to swallow a lot of cum. Well, this is it. And now uh, now I find myself eating a lot of shit directly out of an ass, um, <laughs> which I never had the stomach for before, but now... Ooh, Triforce fans, yeah. that's
1: 44 minutes and 14 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Into yeah. the podcast, but well, well, people like to time these record. things.
0: That's a new record, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but yeah. apparently, some vegans have an issue with honey. Yeah, so well, a it's a,
0: it's a, it's a, it's <laughs> the byproduct of a uh, living thing. But the thing is, that, like I've I've spoken about this before, like not on here, but. The, the other thing as well for, for vegans is that you, there's there's degrees of veganism as well, right? Because some vegans are just like, yeah, okay, I, I don't eat honey, I don't have dairy or whatever, I don't eat meat and stuff. But we'll still go out and buy, unknowingly, products that have like, say, palm oil in it, for example, which is, which is super bad for it the environment. It comes from
1: the palm of the hand of a child. Well, they no, it's a, it's
0: it's not that it's the it's <laughs> to get these things set up and to to get them ready for mass manufacturing. You have to tear down like tons oh, of I, I, I avoid forest, it, rainforest, right? everything. Yeah. So so you have to take into account the the habitats of animals as well through all this. So of like, course, any any component to mass manufacturing is going to have take its toll on habitats i agree so you you also can't really buy into that but a lot of people unknowingly do because we live in a western society you know we're used to getting everything in a can uh instantly off the shelf where there's just an abundance of everything and whatever like we're conditioned in a big way but so like you have to think about all of that stuff too so
1: honey all right it says here on wikipedia some vegans believe that exploiting the labor of bees and harvesting their energy sources is immoral. Uh, I, I mean we could pay them I guess. We could work out well, it, it's an exploitative process to take the bee who works for free and take his honey. It is morally... Well,
0: I right. mean, whatever. If that's what they believe. I mean, so it, does, it's, it has no effect on you. I mean, you go yeah, buy it honey does, and... It does, because
1: we need bees. And I think beekeepers do a really sterling job of keeping bees alive and looking after them I and think, raising awareness of the problems yeah, that, I, frankly, you, your average bee is facing on a day-to-day basis, and we need yeah, to be more aware and, of them. And, I'm and, a big fan do, of We do, yeah.
0: And the fact that some people don't consume any of it is a good thing as well. Like... Fair play to them. And then for all of the people who do, that awareness is there as well. It's, it, it's, it's just good that that exists or whatever. We're also really lucky to live in a day and age where there's so many alternatives. Like, you know, 20 years ago, yeah. there wouldn't be. Have been, there's no you know.
1: alternative to honey my friend no there's but no. there's
0: there's ways around everything now even like there's even like vegan cheese now there's you know we're making we can make like fake meat out of fucking mushrooms and stuff like it, it's it's the best time to to get into any future. of this stuff and it's, it's a lot what, more sustainable the fake, meat, too.
1: the fake meat is now so good that I actually Mrs. F sometimes because she's she's a she makes corn. She's a corn conniving burgers. bitch. Yeah. I mean she's she's, <laughs> <Wow>. she's tricky. <laughs> I mean the thing is it's better I'm just for. It. I'm just checking it's if she's still listening. It's better for you as listening. well. There's
0: far less cholesterol in it. Like it it is. But it, she sneaks stuff in there. Yeah. So
1: she'll serve me dinner and I eat it. She's like, "What do you think of that?" And the moment I she gets that little crafty look on her face, I think I know what's up here. And I said, "Yeah, it was good." You she goes, flip the plate. It, was and it you me. And you're like you bitch. You give me a fake meat again. That was made by bees who were paid minimum wage <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh i can taste them i can taste the, uh, can taste the, the morality in this uh. Uh,
0: i'm i'm not i'm not a vegan uh and and i i still eat honey and stuff and i i i'm, well, you I'm, you I'm to unlikely to of jersey i'm going. unlikely I mean, to if, change if, my ways in that sense but I, I think it's good that some people um have cut all of that out of their diet and i'm glad that like those people have the the willpower to do it and are aware of the I'm issues not, and look, stuff. i'm sorry I about my
2: great. vegan agenda guys i i know a lot of people feel strongly about this and i feel like i get it like totally i would have like probably even like a couple of years ago been like rolling my eyes at all this shit. it's it's i don't know it's just something which i i, I followed it as a religion and it could be could well just be bollocks but it, I like it. it. Works for me. It makes me happy. If you're happy, don't be mad. Yeah. Here's the you thing. Know, what, you know, what, know when people what say, what you "If you're happy. not harming
1: anybody, go for it." Yeah. You're, you're really not harming not only anybody but anything yeah. by being a vegan. I mean, so yeah. I, I, I have. Well, no, I'm not. I would never argue. You're harming
0: capitalism. I've misused though.
2: some vegetables though. Some vegetables have had a real bad time. I've
0: really. You really got that cucumber and... did not see what was coming. All of a sudden, it was in this <laughs> dark cave and it smelled like poop up there. And it was. Where am I? What is this man doing to me? In and out and in and out, faster and faster. I don't know where I am. Covering me in this slippery
1: substance. What if, what if we discovered? What if we discovered that that vegetables and plants had. A brain like we just discovered they had some some level of consciousness and pain which i know i, I listened to a, a thing on radio four where they talked to a lady who listens to plants yeah and right. they actually do make that's very radio four vary. isn't it very. yeah and i mean it, it you, couldn't, you couldn't sweet. pick a more appropriate no, radio no, 4 thing and it was it was uh it was quite sweet and um they found that plants change their behavior when there are bees around like they, they can hear or they're not hear in the way we can but they respond to the sound of bees and stuff like that so there is some kind of communication going on and they'll talk to each other like if one of them uh, a tree in like an area gets infected by something it'll it sort of let the other trees know by re- secreting this uh, chemical that the other trees then respond to so there is some level of communication now i i wonder how how far do you have to take the definition of Living things and intelligence and suffering along before you accept that we really shouldn't eat anything and we should just maybe we should just eat each other would be the ultimate.
0: No, right? But um you know, like I, I think, I, I think aiming to <laughs> just, do just, things, no. just putting
1: it out there. I, I think, I think, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thinking long term and trying to do things that are a bit more sustainable in the long term is is never a bad thing, right? Like, wait,
1: I, I I hope you're right. I hope that they don't discover that actually tofu production is is terribly bad for the environment. And I mean, it's just it's not being made on mass the way meat is. No, I mean the fact that they're cutting down rainforests to grow cows and stuff. I get it. Like that yeah. that sucks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and we I do it, eat too
1: much meat. I get it's it. it's
0: not but it, bees. It, come on. Now. No, I know, but there's there's degrees too They're, you know it's never it's never black and white right there's there's always there's always bits in between some people take it further than others and stuff it's just what it how it goes right That's, they won't have eggs uh, yeah they won't else. even have eggs fuck eggs, fuck eggs. Can, what kind no of mayonnaise eggs?
1: no cheese no
0: eggs i mean oof. can't even have cream eggs because there's oh, yeah lewis uh, can't even eat chocolate uh, he has to get vegan chocolate right because there's no, no i can eat dark chocolate oh yeah i guess so yeah, yeah. dark chocolate's really I'd nice like actually I like it. Yeah, that's I, that's one eggs- thing I used to hate when I was a kid. Now I love it. I love dark chocolate now. I used to hate it. I used to not be able to eat it at all. Now I eat so much of it that I make myself sick. Yeah, almost daily. <laughs> I got a problem. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> can't
1: yeah, can't
0: fine. stop eating the chocolate. Uh,
2: it's fine. I think I think it, everything. Look, everything in moderation. Yeah, you know, yeah. like eggs are not great. But you know, as long as you don't have more than one a day, you probably have be you guys all right. ever played uh,
0: Rainbow Six Siege? Yeah. Oh man, I've been playing it recently. I have. I've developed a love hate relationship with that game. I get away. owned from very quickly. Yeah. So many yeah. nerd
1: angles in oh, that game. I know. Like there'll be yeah. a tiny crack in a wall, and I'm like, "Oh, what's this hole?" And there's a guy that kabow shoots me. I'm like, "What is this? A hole? Who knows these <laughs> yeah. nerd angles? This the, is I, ridiculous."
0: I I love it and hate it at the same time. I love that you can like melee a wall and poke a hole in it and then shoot through that hole at somebody. I think that's awesome. But when somebody does it to me, fuck you, you hot dog juice drinking, nerd track Uh. pan ass wearing... (laughs) <laughs> fucking mum's meatloaf eating never leave your house sweaty fucking nerd never kill me like that but amen if i do it right. hell yeah you got owned. it's hilarious you got owned. Uh, it's the best yeah no it's oh. a, it's an interesting game i mean it's a tom clancy game so you know like tom clancy tom clancy presents rainbow six siege by tom clancy music by tom clancy written by tom clancy Sign up now for 25 free Tom bucks. He's been dead for 10 years. Yeah, it's just uh, but he's uh, Tom Clancy <laughs> plastered everywhere. But um, but fuck me. it's 2,000 it's, Tom it, bucks for dollars 99 this I weekend. can see the appeal. I can see why people like it. There's lots of cool little gadgets and the operators. There's quite a few of them. They all have different abilities and shit. It's like. It's pretty fun. I have I've been having fun with it. I,
2: I feel like I feel like you need mates. You do. Yeah, so you have got to play with friends game. for sure. I don't have any mates. I don't play the Me neither. I, buy no just, I Used to. Um, I've just become a fucking loner yeah. in the evenings. I just t- play single player I've games. Got, I've
1: got a request for you guys. If you guys want to play Rust, we have we're going to be we run a server yeah. and we wanted to do a thing with you guys for Jingle Jam where we had like an RP server. Mm. And cuz we've been doing oh. that when I'm streaming Rust in the evenings We've been working in little storylines. So one of the storylines was that I got a note saying, because I opened a shop in Rust, you can open little shops with vending machines, and the cartel turned up, emptied the shop, left it intact, but left a note saying, shut this shop down. You're competing with the cartel. Don't do it. And we were like, oh, shit. And then it sort of escalated into this whole storyline. I had to go and meet an informant who told me a way to bring down the cartel. It was Professor Brian Cox. And he was assassinated while he was in the middle of telling me the plan. So it it was just like all kinds of really funny shit like that. And the guys on my server just, just did this. They just came up with it and we just played along with it. So it gave us the idea we should do this. With you guys, like so, at the Jingle Jam. You come in and play Rust, and we've we've got all kinds of shit prepared for you lads. That sounds so great. So that Rust has been great. Um, but my God, I mean, Rust was in the Jingle Jam bundle previously, right? Like I think,
2: I think a couple of years running. I don't think it's in this year. I mean, I tell you what, it is Halloween. Like this, this uh, podcast going out, and we haven't really spoken about anything spooky and stuff. But I tell you what, spooky for me, like. You know, I, I looked at like we, basically we have to kind of submit the games for the Jingle Jam by the end of October. So kind of like it's the thing that we maybe we can get an extra week out of it. But but looking at the bundle, it's so it's been so so tricky. Yeah. So I had a spreadsheet and I had like my dream list of games for the yeah, bundle, yeah. right? And it was I, like I, it was like a hundred. I, I I did a sick
0: long. burn uh, the other day on the Jingle Jam bundle. Uh, when I said that uh you guys are gonna get artifact in there. <laughs> and uh and, and also <laughs> further to that, because they just announced a subscription model for Fallout 76. That's gonna be in there too, right? <laughs> I just thought I'd make you aware of the burns just in case you guys were considering adding any of those two games, because uh shame on you if you are, because that's well garbage. no, so
2: I had a list of about hundred things, and it was basically like fifty kind of like games that we know, like publishers that we know, like all the big guys, like all the big games. We been playing over the course of the year, all the things I've done, tips on all this stuff, and then we had like fifty things on like cosmetic stuff for like. So we had every game right. basically. It's like Dota, right. League, uh, TF two, Path of Exile, so like every right. single game. And like, uh, um, and I went. All of them said like no, no, but dev. we got
0: a we got a customized artifact card back in the bundle. So. <laughs> oh,
2: you you fucking nailed it! And on the head. Get, like, you, it's we got so, a
0: customized Fallout seventy six trinket that you can attach to your gun. In Fallout 76 It's well. so
2: demoralizing because like all the people we know are like, sure, we'd love to try to do something. We'd love to get something in. And then like, like they're like, oh, we just couldn't get it through like the big boss <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So the guy in the suit like shut it down at the last, yeah. like the last yeah. hurdle. And it's like, just kill me now. Like so difficult. And I know it'll be fine. And we'll have like, I think, again, it's going to be supported by like this real groundswell of like good indie games yeah it was the the wrong
0: year to try to push your free hong kong t-shirts for the uh (laughs) bad timing that's gonna be one of the charities
2: No, so I don't know, like, it's tricky, really. I mean, I I, I don't want the Jingle Jam to be, like, an advert, like a Sunday newspaper stuffed full of, like, oh, there's some vouchers and some, oh, I can give you some money off, or, you know, I mean, like, I just, I I kind of want it to be authentic and, like, feel like people get, like, a, a good choice of things that they've not seen before or like, like it's supposed to be positive for everyone. Yeah. And I just feel like so, so much work from our end and it's like so demoralizing. It's not easy,
1: but I want you to bear this in mind. We have a great community when it comes to charity stuff. And I think that a lot of people have understood that the Humble Bundle is a, is a bonus. It's a thing that so that we don't feel that We're just asking people for money for essentially, you know, a good cause. And sometimes you feel like it would be nice to get something in return and being able to give free games is a great way of saying thank you for supporting it and a great way of raising money as well, because people buy the bundle and all the rest of it. Yeah, but I I honestly think the community is just really good. I understand that this is important, and the, the money we raise is really amazing and vital. And I I hope that they support it regardless of how many artifact card backs are in the uh, the humble bundle. And I I, I have faith in <laughs> I that do too.
2: <laughs> thank you, thank <laughs> you. Fucking artifact. That's
1: reassuring. Unbelievable. I, <laughs> I can't. Know. I can't believe it. It it boggles
0: my mind. It's crazy. But
1: I mean, even more amazing is Riot Games. <laughs> Have brought out their version of Artifact. Like
0: eight now. games, they announced. They've got a they've got a first person shooter coming out. They've got a Diablo like game coming out. They've got a the card game that's just come out as well. They have got TFT. Like all of a sudden, this company like the joke has been that they've had one game for like a, over a decade. Now all of a sudden, they, they potentially have like eight.
1: And not one of them is original. Well done, Riot.
2: But thing is, I heard a year ago that they were hiring like. A hundred people a well, week. At, but it's all point. people leaving. That's on. how you get right, quality. Isn't hilarious. Riot
0: just just <laughs> Blizzard when Blizzard was good? Like it's just people that have left Blizzard it's like a and they gone to Riot. Basically. You're definitely
1: gonna get that fucking. I led like you apply for a job. You're hired. Get in here. Yes, you're, you're the new head of business, huh?
0: <laughs> I'm. I, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it, a lot of them are just ex-Blizzard, like. I think that I think people just jump ship from Blizzard and go to Riot, and that's like the career path for them or whatever. We should start a games company.
1: We'll hire anybody. Yeah. And we'll just take a game that's popular and make a copy of it. Boom.
0: Careful, Flex. Okay. Careful. What's
1: popular right now? Fortnite. Yeah, we'll just make a fucking. we're working on a Battle Royale game, but it's going to be interesting.
0: We'll call it Yogg Knight. And, uh. (laughs) <laughs> Minecraft's popular. We could make... Uh,
2: we could make... Oh, <laughs> hang
0: on. <laughs> hang on. <And> on <laughs> <bombshell>. <laughs> hang on one second here. Hang on. Oh, there's a reference. Oh, Good. Anyway, so... um, Well, Lewis, send me the list so I can add some more games to the list and maybe we can get some other stuff in the bundle.
2: Yeah, if you know anyone... Like, uh,
0: what about... What if, what if we get... We, we could try to get some... Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Sign up now for 25 Tom Bucks. And also, you can get a customized Lewis avatar put onto your Tom, <laughs> Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege gun or face. I, you know wow. what? Tom I Tom wonder if
1: the Magic the Gathering guys would be interested in uh, putting some some card codes or something, some uh, redeemable card codes for Magic Arena. Because I did some stuff with Is them. Is that what you're into?
0: No, I, I mean, it's, i love it's like it. It's a lot personal... of fun.
1: No, I just, I know, I did some work oh, for shit. them. I did a sponsored thing for them earlier this year. And the... Uh, the guy, uh, Casey, I think his name was in charge of the UK. stuff. Oh, hit him up. Yeah, hit He's him a nice up. guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Slide into his DMs. That's what they say nowadays. Slide in. Slide in there, Lewis. Yeah. Yes.
1: i believe they say slide into his what? dms i don't know why you want that to noise? put his shoes on hi it's me i'm just
0: sliding into your dms <laughs> don't mind me just slide into your
2: DMs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking what is this <laughs> right we better go <laughs> thanks everyone <laughs> it's all fine don't worry it's all it will work yeah. it much out. love
1: love you much all. much love
2: peace and love
1: everyone so oh wait wait one all quick right. announcement what what oh no i forgot no that's <laughs> right carry on See you soon. (laughs) See you later, bye.